Hello and welcome back to the Daily Royal. This is a podcast covering the daily of of six of the European monarchies. Uh, Welcome back, guys. Hi. Welcome back to me. Um, So, I'm not really going to make a lot of excuses. I'm just going to explain very quickly. Obviously, the dog's in the background. Uh, Life has been kind of insane. Um, All good things, but kind of insane nonetheless. So, it's just a, a weird time. I have started recording these at 7 in the morning um, for the previous day um, is my new plan because I don't ever seem to know what's going to happen in the evenings anymore. Sometimes I work four and a half hours. Sometimes I work nine. Um, And that's okay right now. It just is what it is. But I am exhausted and kind of need to make sure that this is getting done, but also that my day job is getting done as well. Um, and so my plan is to come back doing this in the mornings, uh, before I go into work because that's always a set time. Um, and I can wake up earlier and be fine. Uh, I've been waking up early anyway, like just naturally. So we're just going to do these in the morning. Is it as convenient? No. Does it go up at midnight my time anymore? Definitely not. Um, which I don't love, but honestly, like as I tell (laughs) my family, this temporary surge in working, um, is for a really strong quality of life in a few months. Uh, well, more than a few, but less than a year. Um, there's some big changes coming up in my life that I'm working on and towards um, that I think will be really exciting in this podcast world, too. Um, and so, honestly, it's just kind of where we're at and probably where we're going to stay. Um, and in theory, if things go as well as they seem to be going kind of where we'll stay, um, more permanently because that just makes sense. Um, for those who don't know, um, and I'm not like confirming anything, but the plan right now is that I am moving to Spain in the fall, um, temporarily, possibly. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's just makes sense to be doing this in the morning, especially when I'm over there and on the same time zone as everything happening here. Uh, so, you know, we'll just kind of play it by ear. So, like I said, I'm coming back. I'm coming back casually. Uh, not a lot of pressure on anything right now. Um, you'll still notice that, like, we don't have transitions. We don't have a normal intro. Um, somehow my website is down and I haven't fixed it. Um, lots of things really need to change. Um, but right now my priority is just getting back to recording. I'm not going to rebuild a website for something that I'm not even doing. Um, so we're just going to get back to recording like normal and go from there. So for today, we're going to, again, keep it super casual. We are basically skipping everything. Um, I have some January highlights. I'll probably do, um, 
the way I'm kind of thinking I want to do this is on March 1st, um, do like a February highlights or February 28th, something like that. Um, but other than that, we're just going to start fresh, uh, start with like the daily events and go from there. So I have written them all in a fancy little note because that's what works for me right now. Um, so we are just going to start with the Belgian Royal family. Uh, so yesterday, February 15th, uh, King Philippe held a couple of audiences. Um, so currently in Brussels, there is a European Union, uh, African Union summit going on, um, with, in which those two organizations, um, are coming together to kind of work on collaborative things, 2030 strategy, things like that. Um, and so King Philippe is holding quite a few audiences during this time. Um, so yesterday he met with the presidents of Namibia and, uh, the Ivory Coast or the Côte d'Ivory. Um, and like I said, they are just in Brussels for the summit, not just, but they are in Brussels for the summit doing, um, all of those things. And so of course, because they are there, let's pop over and, you know, meet the King because we're in the same city. Um, so that was great. Uh, things have been pretty chill, honestly, in the Belgian Royal family. They're just kind of like, there are events, but they're pretty chill things going on right now. Nothing big is happening. Um, which is kind of fine. Uh, so yeah, that is the deal there. Um, you know, it's great. Um, so then we're going to go over, (laughs) over to the British Royal family. Um, which I giggle because the events that I wrote down, uh, event, the single event is like not the main thing I'm going to talk about here. Um, but yesterday I'm going to start with it because why not? Um, I don't know, fun drama to come. Not really. Um, but we're going to start with the, um, event and then get into the, uh, Prince Andrew of it all or Andrew, whatever of it all. So yesterday, Queen Elizabeth held, um, virtual audiences with two new ambassadors to the UK. So she met with the new ambassador from Estonia and the new ambassador from Spain, um, who both virtually presented their letters of credence to the queen. Um, obviously still great to like see her in this capacity. Um, we'll of course talk about this as, as a February highlight. Um, but a cup, a week and a half ago or so, she officially reached her like 70th anniversary of ascending to the throne. Um, and so, so there were some events that we saw her, um, performing during that time. Um, and then it was announced that she had relocated back to Windsor after that date, um, which I thought was lovely. Um, and then like some fun announcements were made about upcoming events. So that was exciting, but it was just, you know, it's nice to see her, even though you really just see her on the computer screen in the big photo, but that's okay. She exists, obviously. Um, I guess I want to talk about two things before we get into the Andrew of it all. So, 
a week ago or so, the Prince of Wales was received a COVID diagnosis, his second. Um, listen, I'm kind of like, I'm not immune to them. Um, they're just not really as frightening as they were at the beginning when like COVID wasn't such an unknown. Um, obviously COVID is still extremely dangerous and like can be, can be fatal. Um, but like Charles is triple vaccinated. Um, I will say like still not a hundred percent sure I had COVID over Christmas, New Year's time. Um, but like 95% confident that I did. Um, and I will say it sucks like a lot. Um, however, Charles was like asymptomatic when he tested positive. It's just part of like ongoing testing that he is doing, um, to be safe when he's going to events and things like that. Um, and coming back from events. So that happened last week. Um, it was a day of like three COVID diagnosis diagnoses for Royal family members of like different, uh, countries. Um, and so he went into isolation. Well, yesterday, uh, the Duchess of Cornwall also announced a positive COVID case. So not, obviously not that surprising. Um, so now she is in isolation and will continue to do so basically, I think until she tests positive. Um, I don't remember reading if there were any symptoms or anything like that for Camilla. Um, but you know, it, it is, it is what it is. Again, she's triple vaccinated, all of that good stuff. So that is unfortunate. And I hope that everyone is feeling fine in the British Royal family. Um, and then, you know, there, there's a person who's probably not feeling so fine. Um, and that is the queen's second child, Andrew, uh, who I don't really want to call Prince Andrew, but like technically is his title. It's fine. Um, who, you know, has been engaged in these scandals for a hot minute and, uh, decided to settle out of court, which like good for the Royal family that like this is done. Like, but also I wanted all the tea. I wanted it all. I wanted to know all the things. I wanted that thing to go to trial. I kind of wanted to see Andrew just pay for him being a scoundrel. I, I really did. It would have been very satisfying, but I mean, he has to pay a hefty settlement. I, the number is not officially released, but it seems large. Um, and so hopefully, um, his accuser, um, Virginia feels that that is fair and hopefully is able to, um, continue seeking sources and helping others and all of those things. So that is what was going on in the British Royal family. So much drama. Um, no wonder it's a movie like, or a television series, also a movie. Um, you know, fun things. So then we get to Denmark. Um, Denmark hasn't had a lot going 
on for a hot minute. Um, so again, also as part of like the COVID trifecta that happened last week of Royal royalty, uh, Queen Margrethe received a COVID diagnosis as well. Um, a COVID positive result. Um, and so went into isolation, um, which was lifted. I think technically it was lifted a few days ago. Um, but I did want to talk about it here. Um, because obviously like that's kind of a big deal. Um, so she is out of her isolation and, um, there, there are some things resuming on the 18th. I don't remember if they are hers or not, but they are coming back. Um, it just also conveniently like was going to be the vacation period for the Danish royal family. So, um, we just really haven't seen them for like a week and a half at this point. Um, but yeah, so that was going on there. I'm glad she is feeling better. Again, she had a very mild case, uh, very mild symptoms. She, I also, I believe also has three vaccines, um, three doses or, you know, two doses and a boost or whatever it is. Um, but that is fantastic. Um, and then we get to Spain, <laughs> continuing on with our COVID trifecta. So last week, King Felipe tested positive for COVID, um, and immediately went into isolation, canceled the rest of his agenda last week, was supposed to return to work today, um, which is the 16th, but yesterday they, uh, Casa Real, the Spanish royal household released that he is still positive. Um, he's still testing positive, uh, which means that he is basically at this point, he has no more symptoms, which is fantastic news, but because he is still testing positive for COVID, um, they want to make sure that he is not before he returns to work, um, just in accordance with Spanish guidelines and such. So he will continue teleworking and, um, doing all that jazz. Uh, however, somehow Queen Letizia has completely avoided the COVID of it all, which is really, really good. Um, and so she is able to continue working again because everyone in the Spanish Royal family is vaccinated. Um, basically the Spanish rule is like, even if you have exposure, but you're vaccinated, no symptoms and negative tests, then you are able to continue about your day. So, um, that is basically what happened. Um, she's kind of continued working. She hasn't had like a ton of engagements. Um, but that's kind of par for the course towards the beginning of the year for the Spanish Royal family. Um, things really pick up like, late February, early March for them, and then just continue until late December, <laughs> um, basically. So she held two audiences yesterday at Zarzuela, which is like the official working palace. Um, it's where the offices are held and things like that. Um, so first she met with representatives of public broadcasters from throughout Ibero-America, which is um, basically, you know, Spain, Portugal, Andorra, but also most of Latin America. Um, not all, but most. And um, this included representatives from Radio Televisión Española, uh, which is... <laughs> 
Queen Letizia's former employer, uh, before her married life began. Uh, she was a journalist on TVE, um, doing some nightly news broadcast. Like she was the, basically they call it a different word, but she was basically the anchor of, um, like our version of the evening news. So that's, that was a big deal. Um, and so it was just kind of fun to like watch her interact with people that she relates to really, really well, obviously. Um, and then she also held a, another audience with the editorial board of a, I think it's a new magazine that has come out for seniors, um, like senior citizens. It's called 65 EMAS or, well, okay. I did that in Spanglish there, but like 65 and older is what that means. Um, which I think is a really interesting name for a magazine. Like, anyway, um, it, it looks better in Spanish, to be fair. Um, so she met with them and just talked about the the magazine. She received, like, an edition. Um, so that was great. So that is what was going on in Spain. Um, and then she has one more engagement this week, but it's, like, at the end of the week. Um, and then we go to Sweden, where King Carl Gustav had uh, several audiences. Um, so first he met with the new director general of the Swedish Civil Contingencies Agency. So this is a, like, governmental adjacent position. Um, and so he was meeting with the newly appointed director general. And then he also held audiences for four new ambassadors, um, the ambassadors to Sweden from Egypt, Japan, Algeria, and China, um, were all received at the Royal Palace today. Um, and then in the evening, this was kind of fun because it's different. Um, the sweet, the members of the Swedish Royal family. So King Carl Gustav, Queen Sylvia, Crown Princess Victoria, and Prince Daniel attended a performance at the Royal Opera. Um, the show, the opera was about, um, a Jewish family living in the beginning days of the Holocaust, um, which I think would be really interesting. I don't know how I would, I mean, I'm not cultured enough to enjoy opera, to be fair. Um, so I'm not sure how much I would like it in an opera version. Um, I also like Hamilton is kind of the exception to this for me. Um, I don't like a lot of theater, theatrical performances based on history. Um, I just don't think, like, those captivate my attention. Um, like, I don't like Les Mis to, like, I do like Hamilton, but I think I like Hamilton mostly because I like the music of Hamilton. Um... If I'm being, like, 100% honest, the stage production was, like, the one they have on Disney+. Plus. But, like, the stage production was kind of not my jam. I, like, I love the music, but, like, not my jam on the stage. Um, and, and the same for, like, just generally historical theatrical 
pieces. Like, I just don't like them. Um, theater, like, plays are different than musicals um, or opera in my mind. So I don't mind those as much. But, like, musical theater and opera on historical things are confusing to me. But, you know, just not my cup of tea. So other people may like them. Um, and obviously... So that is what was going on yesterday in the royal families. So here is the tentative plan for um, podcasting. So I am basically going to be posting Monday through Friday. So Monday's episodes are going to be the same as they used to be covering weekend events um, from Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, And now they're just being posted, you know, a little bit later in the day on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Um, So that is the plan as of now to do it that way. Um, Honestly, I decided that I was going to start doing this yesterday morning at like 8am and I was like, okay, we'll just start tomorrow because it's time. So I am hopefully back. Um, fingers crossed. I know it's been a odd, odd year so far for this podcast. Uh, but hopefully we can just get back to the normal swing of things. And, you know, a year is a long time, like a full year is a long time. So I really only lost, you know, not even a sixth of it yet. So with that, I um, will talk to you all tomorrow. Have a fantastic day. Bye.